0: Excuse me. This family ghost. We're live on our YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook channels. In this episode, we're going to talk about um, expansive sound and um, our hardware production with our Moogs and all of our analog synths and some of our gear. So we've got this video we're going to run, talking about how we patched up our Moog grandmother and our DFAM and our Mother 32. And then we got some videos um, of uh, some of the process that we come up with uh, to do these songs. So so one of the songs that we're gonna bring up um, is an interesting song we put together um, a couple of days ago. We created a video for it and uh, created about about the stuff we were able to come up with here. Um, we do some very interesting uh, things with our, with our music in terms of uh, how we put together uh, the videos. So we we got some videos that we're gonna be pulling up. Dominate, and-, Dominate. and we're not we're not ready to do that one yet. But right now we're gonna show the video of our process, and then we'll talk more about um, some of the other things. But the first thing we'll talk about is the, uh, doing is Newsly.me, and they're an iOS app. And also you can get them from the Amazon store so you can stop scrolling and start listening because it reads back the news to you in a natural voice. So use coupon code GHOST2021 to get one month free premium subscription. Again, that's newsly.me or go to the app store or the Android uh, store and download. Use GHOST2021. That still works and get one month free premium subscription. And then the other thing we do is we work with Double Jack Online. Double Jack Online is a philanthropic online lottery uh, based out of Europe. And they also have um, some other things that you can check out. So if you take your smartphone right now and scan that scan code, um, you can get the Double Jack Online. You can be an influencer. They do NFTs, which is sort a of Bitcoin blockchain type of art. That you can do. They can create a link like you see the below one below for Double Jack Online for Sash Family. So if you're a band, you can create a link for you and have your band name or artist name. And then they create that scan code and you can use that to get side income because every time somebody goes and plays like Kino or Euro Lottery or um, Powerball you get a percentage of those profits. If somebody else signs up with your code, you get a percentage. Um, if they go and do NFTs, you get some money fat. If you <clears throat> then do crowdfunding to support a project, like you want to put together an album, you want to uh, support a tour, you want to put together a brand, they can help you do that. Just check it out, use um, my scan code, or if you don't feel comfortable with scan code, use double check online forward slash ghost and check that out. So we've got all of our sponsors uh, been identified. So we're gonna get back into what we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna talk about the hardware workflow with the Moog, how we can patch up a grandmother. So here we go. Analog programming that we're doing with the Moog Moog grandmother. grandmother, grandmother, And we're also doing with with our Moog DFAM. Um, you see here, and then I I'm showing the mother 32 with the help from the math module from make noise. So what we've got going on here is we've been doing some heavy analog jamming. That's uh, kind of nine inch nails inspired, heavy, uh, kind of punk dissonance. And one of the things we like doing is we've got our Moog grandmother wired up to engage the utilities. utilities. And what we're doing doing in this particular mod mod is is. we're engaging um, the mod wheel to do kind of like a classic uh, uh, waveform thing where we're using uh, this waveform along with this waveform. And we're using oscillator sync, but then we kind of transfer between going with it and going not with it. So when we use oscillator sync in this mode, they see her all wired up we get kind of like a a a classic kind of emerson lake and palmer lead sound but when we take the modulation wheel and we bring it down and then we turn off the oscillator sync with this particular patch we get a very guttural punk very distorted sound that's not as musical as when we have the oscillator sync on and we have the modulation wheel turned up and what we've got going on is we we're using the LFO we don't have it wired we're using a normal path on it but also what we're doing is we're taking the wave out from oscillator 2 and we're following that so if we take oscillator 2 um, wave out we bring it into utilities so we can share it so once it's in the utilities we're actually taking um it, and bringing it into the into the into the filter which is the famous for pole filter and then we've also got that signal that we're bringing from oscillator two and we're using the malt to bring it into the high pass filter Um, so we brought it into the high pass filter and then we're taking the results of the high pass filter and pulling it into the plus envelope out and then we're it's interesting on this thing you got a slider on the sustain and then in addition we're also using an attenuator to um, take the signal output from the mixer the cp3 mixer so we take the output from the cp3 mixer and we're putting it into the um, attenuverter and then attenuverter you can go negative which we're doing in this particular patch so when we use that negative and we don't have the oscillator sync on we get this really guttural patch Um, and then we got the output of the attenuverter going into the input on the cp3 uh, filter so it's kind of complicated and we kind of found this kind of by uh trial and error we got not that much spring reverb dialed in in a lot of cases we are actually got the vca mode to the envelope generator we got the envelope um amount like maxed out and uh again we're using for the filter we've got it on one two on the kbd track and the cp3 mixer we only have it to cut off at this level <clears throat> but what's going on is it makes a really interesting sound that we can kind of bounce back and forth between engaging the oscillator sync which you can tell is on because it's really bright and then engaging the mod filter uh, the mod to mod that actually turns on the ability to, to pull in the rate off the lfo so then that that comes in or it doesn't come in and um it allows you, when you're playing, to have be like if on an organ, like have the draw bars. All these things are things that you can manipulate. If you see us play, a lot of times we'll engage the sync and not engage it. We'll play with the frequency on the oscillator sync. We'll play with the, with the with the cutoff. We'll play with the attenuverter. Um, we play pretty much with everything. And then the sustain, you can get a lot of different effects on it. And then we play with the spring reverb. And then over here, what we've got engaged is is on this patch is uh we're using the kick base snare um but we don't have exactly what what it says because you see on this um particular patch i'm not actually following it there's a lot of places where i'm not following it on the wiring even i'm not following it i'm taking a lot of the um output and i'm bringing it into the maths module so i'm also taking a mother 32 and bringing it into the maths module And I'm engaging the cycle, which it basically acts like an envelope. turn it on. But you can see that turned on. And I'm engaging the cycle on this thing um, where I'm taking in a Mother 32 feed and I'm taking in a DFAM feed. And at the end of the day, what it gets to is it alters the sound of the DFAM. I can alter how the DFAM sounds um, by playing with um, the logarithmic. Or exponential control here I've got it on you know both on the rise and fall Um, either engaging the cycle or not engaging it and I can bring in there's a lot of stuff you can read on this thing a lot of it is trial and error and we're playing with different profiles here we're using like an inverse and the DS and um, the DNC DNC on it the DC Um, well it's the OR (laughs) but but basically we're engaging different things you can engage and, and, and each one of these um inputs on the cb gets a different result and so a lot of what we do is try and error over time we've kind of gotten this kind of really grungy sounding interesting sounding kind of Trent Reznor-esque very aggressive synth sound um, and we really like that aggressive synth sound is the combination they using this grandmother and then one of the other secret sauce things that we've been able to do is be able to, to use this new thing we got here, which we talked about before, which is the, the a DI box. So this is the Behringer DI box. You can see it here. And what we're able to do is take the headphone out of this grandmother. And basically a lot of Moog instruments, when you output the quarter inch, it's actually a headphone output. Same thing's going out on this thing. It's a headphone output coming out of well, this is coming from um, an Arterium Indibro 2S, which kind of like the same thing. Um, so both of these outputs are going into the DI box and then coming out as, um, they're coming in as quarter inch and going out as XLR. And the reason we're doing that is to jump over to our recording solution and we don't have um, SD card in it. But what we've been able to do is um, we've been able to basically uh bring in an xlr that was converted from quarter inch and actually you know have it on its own track so that's what's going on on the r20 is i can bring in uh, the the dfam the mother 32 and then the, the grandmother is on its own track so what's cool on, on this thing is just like the l20 series the r20 each 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 line coming in if it's a stereo pair, it gets like uh, one stem. But these two here are are just mono, so they're coming in mono and getting their own track or what you could a stem and their own stem that will come onto the grid, and that allows us to play with uh, the levels on it. So I can adjust it after the fact, and I can actually move tracks around on this grid once I have them in here. So that gives us a lot of power. And then for our vocal processing, we're using the Soyuz launcher, which is very great um, at using my own voice, where I don't <clears throat> use my Voicoder. My Voicoder I normally use is the VT3. And a lot of times for the Josephine vocal, you'll see it's pitched up and we use like four mount, And a lot of times I'll, I'll actually have it on just um, a direct on here. Um, and that's what I'll do. But sometimes I run the pitch. I do use the megaphone a lot in the scatter. Um, I don't use the bass and the lead that much or the synth but um, or the vocoder unless I got it attached to like my um, Juno. But we're going to show you some. We're actually going to listen to a song we did last night uh, using how I set wired this up. And a lot of times with these things, uh, you know, you, you kind of run into a happy accident with the wire. We've kept this wiring for the last, like, three, four songs Can we really dig what it is. We usually have to take a picture of our our CV setup in order to maintain it because once you unhook it, you know, once one day we'll say, well, you know, we got to start it all over again. um, And then we do. Uh, and that's the nature of doing this kind of recording. So uh, we'll just uh, leave it here, and we're, t- uh, we're going to actually play some SoundCloud songs because we've had some issues with... People will not really be able to hear what we did here unless we actually put it on SoundCloud or Spotify. And we in this podcast, wanna actually use SoundCloud in this particular episode. Uh, because we just showed the video uh, set up here and then we're gonna play the audio with SoundCloud. So we're back and um, that was our, um, our discussion of uh, how we use our hardware workflow. And we just wanted to kind of get into that to kind of show you what all those wires look like. Now the next song we're gonna bring up, we've got a couple songs, and uh, I just wanna see which one it is. Wanna add this one to the stream. Yeah, let's see which one it is. That's the longer one. I don't want that one. So what I want to do. Now be a dog. Dogs elevate. We go
1: slave. Yeah, of will Now be dog, okay. dark, be. Yeah,
0: hold be dog. <laughs> He's gonna rewind. Yeah, stop. Um, so we got the song we did with that kind of workflow that you're gonna recognize the. Um, kind of Trent Reznor, Nine Inch Nails nature and Make Noise is kind of famous a lot of some of Trent Reznor's um, <clears throat> members of his band utilize a lot of their products um, uh, and a lot of their workflow. like the mass module has been heavily used by bands like Nine Inch Nails and a lot of other electronic bands and anybody who gets a EuroRack <clears throat> will soon find out not only do they need malts so they can you know, double and triple and quadruple signals, they need a central processor that allows them to kind of put things together. So I mean I've got like a Pittsburgh modular 2 by 2 mixer that takes VCA signals <clears throat> but the maths module, and what's brilliant about that it allows you to do like additional oscillators, additional LFOs, and additional envelopes and then basically control your signals and re kind of re um rework your signals so especially with the dfam one of the limitations <clears throat> which is fantastic is it's only eight steps so a lot of people will get like two three dfams and, and like put them on top of each other or you have to use additional uh, methods of sequencing it like using the grandmother's sequencer which is 256 steps where you can then increase the complexity of the beat Or you run it through a different sequencer, but it's EV, so then you've got to get some kind of MIDI conversion to do that. Or connect it to a grandmother, and there's a way to do it through the the way the grandmother can control it. Um, And then anything else that has that kind of sequencer, you can control. But um, using LFOs and envelopes and oscillators is, is another way to control the DFAM. And then that's where the make noise math comes in and then you can hear what it's gonna sound like here, so we're gonna play the next track right now.
1: And babe, I'll be a dog, dog her, babe. You got such elegant grace, St. Peter, babe. Don't be my dominant, babe? I'll be your slave. Your I won't be your dog and color babe the babe won't be your slave and the babe won't be your dog colored, slave you'll be my dog for dominant babe. At the rave, you will be your dog-colored slave. At the rave, you'll be my alpha-dominant baby. At the rave, I'll be your dog- we Dark-colored band At the rave you be my dark-colored band Am my alpha-dominant sl- I Diamond, Diamond and Wayne hey, And don't wait, you be my dog, call it babe My alpha doll, man, they game We do it, dives, we do it for the change The fact of the bridge But darling, 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 do whatever you want Put it in my face You're gonna feel the ocean great babe, wave When you put it in my face you like to play the alpha dominant, babe i like to play the dog colored the slave They'd like to do it every which way At the, at the rave And you be my alpha dominant, babe me your dog come and In my face so you can do it to And that's a so And put it In my face <laughs> To be my dog For the At the baby put the ocean gray in my face It was so much gray We put it in each other's face And die from the grave We put it in each other's face Sixty-nine, so much gray My alpha, the dominant, babe just pray, spray lane and when the dog caught the tail So you can make the hate day bay. And his or her is the best, best way. So much wig when you put in his or her face. Gonna feel that ocean's craze. So much wig when you put in his or her face. You're to dominant, babe. You can do it and do it in the bathroom of the grave. You know, there's so much to fade They do it in the bathroom and I put that in the bed And I put that in the bed You know there's no trace of fade It's all hate baby It's all hate baby babe, babe. And hit her
0: so that was um, <clears throat> the latest track that we put together. and uh, that was a kind of using the workflow we talked about earlier with the grandmother. And also with uh, the DFAM going being modified by a make noise maths module and <laughs> so what we had also do is we like to do live uh, streaming and uh, we've got um, a stream that we set up and uh, we're gonna see if we can get that up um, that's the last time we're gonna run tonight or so today or tonight for people who are watching us in other places to kind of show off what we were talking about earlier with our analog sense being um, directly uh, recorded by the Zoom R20 <clears throat> and using a DI box from Behringer to uh, take those signals from the modes which are tend to be headphone signals and make them available for recording into XLR which is what the new standard for most of the inputs on the R20 is only like two quarter inch inputs so let's see if we can get this up We've got the next uh, item here, and basically this is the live stream that we did. We used the Zoom, we used the two different camera solutions. We're using the Camo app that actually turns our iPhone into a webcam. And then StreamYard allows you to take in a second webcam. And what's cool is because it's an iPhone, it actually has a very high quality uh, video. And then the other solutions, we use a Zoom Q8 camera. And so uh, StreamYard allows you to have multiple cameras now. You can have a second camera, and that's what Camo is coming in as a separate camera. You can also use OBS. And then you have even more cameras. So if you use OBS, you could have Camo coming into OBS. You could have a, a Q8. You could have, and maybe like four, two other cameras. I think you could even have more, but um, it's <laughs> how many you want to fit on the screen. So here we we have a two camera shot. Um, Not using any kind of video. Um, uh editor to kind of bounce around the shots or anything but this is uh, an example of us playing and uh we're gonna we're gonna play that right now so hopefully this will come out great so let's get into it
2: So I'm going to out and that
0: So we're back and so that was um, an example of us going live and um, and uh, it's just uh, what we had talked about before is our hardware workflow uh, utilizing um, the Zoom R20 to capture everything rather than the DAW so that we can bring in our analog instruments and in order to do that correctly we had to get a DI box so we got a Behringer uh, new solution which is their DI um uh, box um that we we talked about earlier it allows us to take in quarter inch signals like sometimes our headphone out- outputs uh and convert them <clears throat> and alter them and like you know add a little gain to them or take off the ground or, or play with it uh and so that you can actually bring it into a mixer like a r20 which has only like uh mostly primarily xlr inputs so you have to convert that quarter inch signal that's a headphone output allowed to come in now the other thing that we had in that that performance was the use of the Roland JD08 <clears throat> and actually playing it through MIDI on a Juno GI so we got the full 61 key keyboard uh, connected and then being able to control it like a module and so what we did is um, added that ability <clears throat> to to take in um, uh, the the actual uh, module of the jda 8 which is fantastic because it's got all this uh, old goodness from the 90s uh, in terms of the the weird thing about the J D 8 is that people understand the history of the JD-08 uh, the J-800 <clears throat> was that or the D-800 is the fact that that, that scent um, was kind of like a throwback in an age of the DX-7 and even the D-50 where all the controls were buried um, in the, in the little LCD screen, and basically, people tended to just use patches like DX7s are famous for just using patches, and same thing with the D50. And not that you couldn't program it, but it was hard because uh, you had to menu dive real deep to get to anything. Uh, so the JD08 uh is is, a, is got all these panel controls that allow you to control you know tons of stuff and very little menu diving, where there's really no menu, um, there's not a lot of Duplicate functions, except for the envelopes. Are like you know, uh, you you have one set of envelopes, and you can hit a button, and then it represents the other set. <clears throat> but on the original JD hundred, you had like all the envelopes and all the filters, everything's like in front of you, and so that gives you a lot of control. And so when you're playing live, it's kind of like a moke, because so you can play with the filter live, and so like you can adjust it when you're playing um, and get kind of like Hammond B three kind of organ type of uh control or even like mini mode control over what you're playing so when you're solo you can play with the filter and envelopes and um effects and all kinds of things and trigger things so that's what we did in that performance so we hope you like everything here again check out newsly.me uh we use the coupon code ghost2021 they actually have our podcast on newsly uh they promote it and so we you can check it out there you can also go on twitter and check us out, or on uh, YouTube, we would encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube so that you get the latest uh, 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 interviews. On Friday at 9 p.m. New York time, we're gonna interview Queen of the Static Opera, which is a pretty cool noise pop band out of uh, Los Angeles, well, California. And um, we're excited that's the next person uh, group we're gonna interview and uh, you can check out our YouTube channel and we're also on Spotify podcast. so you can check out all of our podcast interviews that we had we've been doing them since uh, last year we have a video podcast and uh, now that is available live on Twitter when we go live and it's also on Twitch it's on YouTube it's on Facebook and we are on Spotify Podcast as well as many audio podcast platforms including um, Anchor FM and and um, uh, Apple to are on Apple Podcasts if you want to listen. So thank you very much for listening and watching, and we'll talk to you all later.